0: With Jason Medberry, and you're listening to the Power of Purpose podcast. And here is where we explore how to live a purposeful life, and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. And I don't have to tell you, uh, Jason, that right now uh, everybody is up in arms with how much everything
1: costs. Right? Yes. That beautiful, was it 8.5% inflation? Oh, yeah. Expensive gas, expensive food, rent is out of control. Well, murder. Yeah. Brutal. It,
0: It is brutal. And I know sometimes when you really want to be on purpose in your life, that means that, you know, you want to be a stand up comic, you want to be a writer, you want, there are things that you just are burning to do. And, That's why you're probably listening to this podcast, because we really help people come up with um, ideas on how you can be successful and make a living being funny or um, writing or whatever you do that's creative. Acting, um, because the principles are the same. So today, Jason, I want to talk about... um, How do you improve your craft? How do you get connections when you're totally broke? Because um, you know, as well as I do, that a lot of, to get good, you have to take a class. And whether it's UCB, it's the Groundlings. um, I have taught stand-up a lot in the past. And there seems to be um, a lot of money that people need to pour into um, getting good. I mean, I, I have a friend who's taking the Groundlings class, and it's it's been thousands and thousands of dollars with no guarantee that she's going to end up successful. I mean, a lot of people point, well, there's SNL that you know 1% gets into, but they have to take classes over and over and over again to go on to the next class, to go on to the next class, where maybe they'll be successful. So, oh boy, it's kind of tough. It's really tough out there. So I know many of you are are succeeding in spite of not having money, right? You, in spite of maybe not having enough money, get the best headshots or not enough money to, you know, to get the supplies you, you need to get someone to put up a website, certainly not to do SEO <laughs> to get people to see your website. I mean, So I would really love for you to come on Instagram with me um, because every Tuesday at noon, I do an Instagram Live. And in this live, you know, I bring people up and we talk about these things. So if you have figured out a way around this problem, I really want to hear from you. And you could DM me Judy Carter Comedy or you could come on Tuesday and let's talk about it because after we do this podcast, I'd like to see what creative things are people doing to get around this you know you've you've spent all your, your unemployment checks all the covid money is gone and
1: now what exactly and it's it's really tough this you know with these types of things when you're that starving artist already and now they're going to make it even worse you know <laughs> everything is so much more expensive yes
0: um, absolutely. And I, I want to get rid of some lies that we tell ourselves that we go, well, most I don't, I have to survive. So I have to give up on my dream. All right, let's nip that in the bud. Yeah, survival is number one, putting food on the table, um, gas in the tank, charging your car, whatever it is you're doing. Um, you need to have some kind of employment that, that takes care of your survival needs. But it's not like people get in their heads like, I just want to live my dream and I don't want to do this work bullshit. Well, guess what? You could do both. You could do both. And as we mentioned before, this book I'm reading called Atomic Habits, that you can make a 1% change in your life by changing 1%, just 1% of what you do, you know. um, One tiny thing, and as the author of this book, Atomic Habits, say, uh, you change um, the nose 1% of a jet that's supposed to go to New York, and that 1% will end up in Washington, D.C. Because that 1%, although so small, over time, it will be massive. And I think people um, see all or nothing. They go, I, I just need to take a year off and write my screenplay. And I say, that's bullshit. Um, I want to write my book, but I need to take that time out. So if you want to write a book and you go, well, I don't have time because you know, I don't have any money and I, uh, well, you can do it by doing one page at a time, one paragraph at a time, 10 minutes at a time. And 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 you can get that done. So that's what I want to get over this belief, that, that you need to clear this huge block of time to achieve your dreams. And um, I think that's just bullshit. Like, if you just did one exercise a day in my book, The New Comedy Bible, um, you can, you can have a, a, a sixty minutes of new material. You can have your Netflix comedy special by the end of the year. It's it, it's it's not like I need to clear the whole day for something. I think you're going to find that you're going to procrastinate that whole day. And many of us have ended up like waking up with the intention of uh, writing or exercise, whatever. Whatever our goal is, and we just never end up doing it. So I'm a big believer now in this incremental change,
1: which doesn't exactly. have to cost money. I mean, it's it's playing in the margins. That's what it is. It's you know one of the uh, one of my favorite quotes from one of your earlier uh, interviews you had uh, with uh, I forget her name, the woman from. Uh, Samantha B's show when she talked about having the job that subsidizes your dream. You have that day job. If you think about the day job as giving up, that's the wrong frame to think about it. You have to think about it as this is the thing that I do that subsidizes my dream, that pays for my dream, pays for my thing to happen because you're going to have to play in the margins. You're going to have to work your nine to five and then maybe you wake up an hour earlier or go to bed an hour later for that one hour of time that you need to work on your thing. That's what you have to start working on now because even at the professional level, I mean, Judy, you'll attest to this the most. When you're working on your book, getting ready to do a keynote when you're coaching, you know, people in your program, you think you never get that like, Oh, I'm just going to do this today. No, you're constantly jumping from one thing to the other, to the other, to the other and filling in the gaps where you can to get the things done that you need to get done. You know, even the professionals who are making tons of money have to coordinate and figure out their time and make those little spaces here and there to practice and work on their thing. It's not just an issue of being broke, you know, it's an issue of time and you have to dedicate it, even if it's in that tiny, as you said, one percent margin. So I think two good. Yeah. and two, Yeah. And so I think the two big things to think about is whatever that day job is, whatever that thing, you know, some of you may have been able to to not have to have like a second job or a weekend job or some other thing that you have to do currently. And, but now with the way the economy is going, you're like, oh, I may have to pick up something else here in order to to, to squeeze by. Yeah, you're going to have to do that, but you're going to have to play in the margins as well. And no different than someone who's making a lot of money and has lots of things asked of them, they're going to have to play in the margins as well to, you know, make all their dreams yes, happen I, you know, I, you know, at the same um, time.
0: We call it grunge work. And even if you, let's just say you're really successful. Someone was talking to me about this, about because you know my play, as we talked about on the last um, podcast, that I really want it to go to New York. And I was talking to someone who did go to New York, and she said, you know, we did a little tiny theater in L.A., and it was so much fun. Everybody got along. And um, as soon as a lot of money was involved, we went to New York. It was the most frightening horrible. Uh, Everybody turned into sharks. And so sometimes when you get this idea of what your dream is, it's not like, and now everything is wonderful. Because no matter what you do or how successful you are, you're going to have to do the crunch work. And if you can't do it before you hit, you're not going to be able to sustain any kind of success because you have to develop these work habits where no matter what, no matter what you have to do to survive, you always carve some time and it and, and even if it's ten minutes, I mean that's how I wrote my book, The Comedy Bible, was I had a terrible writer's block. I was procrastinating I couldn't seem to do it. Um, I knew it would be a good idea for this book that I wanted to do, and um, and then I got a friend of mine to come over, and I said, eh, "I'll give you fifteen bucks. You just come over and sit on the couch with me while I write, and if I get up, just pull me back, right?" And that was that was his job. And and the first day I only could do it twenty minutes, and I said, "I, I really have to sleep now." <laughs> They say writer's block is the unwillingness of the subconscious to become conscious. And so I just was filled with too much doubt and trepidation and fear, Um, uh, imposter syndrome, of course. Um, Anytime you try and put yourself out there, all of a sudden the audience becomes your parents, and they're heckling you, and and then you're heckling yourself, and it's a... It's horrible. So there are ways around. So it's just like that 10 minutes to take action, any kind of action, whether it's just writing your morning pages, something. Number two. Number two. So the, the I would say number one is don't believe the lie that it's all or nothing. That if you have a day job, that means you can't be successful. It's not all or nothing. Number two is that Whatever problem you are having with your career, there is a solution. And the solution, I'm gonna sound like, um, uh, who's the character in Star Wars? Um, Yoda, is it? (laughs) I'm gonna, yeah, Uh, the solution is in the problem. So, in other words, if every door is shutting in your face, right? If you're taking a groundlings class and you you know you're good and y- you don't pass and you see other people who pass and it's like, oh my God, this is not fair. This is not right. Um, that means maybe that that could be an opportunity for you to get so upset with all these doors slamming in your face of... Uh, nobody um, looking at you and saying, yes, I want to hire you. like That's a situation a lot of you listeners are in, but it's an opportunity to say, fuck them. I'm going to hire myself. I'm going to get other people along with me, and I'm going to create my own place where I can perform, where I can I can um, work with other people where I can create an audience where we could we could do something. I mean, uh, Paul Provenza, who's a wonderful comic, he just did uh, got his friends together and did a, a comedy show in his backyard, and invited people. I, I, there's like, you don't have to spend money on things, and you can actually make money. I know, we have to get Paul Elia on this podcast next week, because... Paul was in this situation, and Paul is a a wonderful comic. And he just, uh, his friend had a pickup truck, and he wasn't getting the work he wanted. He didn't get the spots he wanted. So just like these food trucks, he did uh, truck stop comedy. And he would put on where he's going to be doing comedy, and they had just an amp in the car, and they stood on the back of the pickup truck, and they did a comedy show. And I love that I, I I you know and then all of a sudden be, it's so original, it's so creative that he um, and you can just park it wherever, whatever neighborhood, um, get a certain whatever your demographics are. But he got so much publicity because it's ingenious. The problem becomes the solution.
1: Exactly the. the Anytime you know, there are no problems, there are just opportunities. And usually when people's backs are up against the wall is when they come up with the most creative solutions that they could possibly come up with. I mean, all the coolest things that you see. uh, Now, this isn't as true today as it was back in the day. But like you think about movies like Star Wars and Indiana Jones, things that they couldn't figure out, didn't have the money to do. That's when they came up with their most creative and most interesting ways of doing things. I don't know, this sort of weird artsy fartsy kind of, oh, I just need to be in the moment and then everything else will work out around me. That That is that is so rare. And you'd also don't want to really work with those types of people. But the person who can switch back and forth. Oh, yeah. But the person who can switch back and forth, who can do grunge, who can make good decisions, who can compartmentalize and then show up and perform as well. Those people are always going to work. They're always going to have options. There's always going to be something new coming down the line for them because they have built up all of those muscles and all those abilities. And I'll guarantee you a lot of those folks built up that muscle, built up that strength when they weren't famous, when they weren't the most popular thing, when they didn't have their own show, when they didn't have the, when they were juggling three jobs acting, taking classes, you know, working with a mentor, working with their own group, putting on their own shows, creating their own content. When they were doing all of that work, that muscle was building up and building up and building up in the background. So when someone with money, with opportunity, with potential showed up and says, I want to hire you, you can say yes. And when they say, well, you got to do this, 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 and this, you just go, yep, 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 all the way down the line because you've built up the strength and the ability to do it.
0: Yeah, that idea that someday my prince will come, my agent will come, my manager will come, and I don't have to do this shit. Like uh, the big lie people say: ask the stupidest questions. Why do I always have to do everything? Why can't somebody help me? Why can't I get, you know? And yeah, you can you can get help, but it's but show business is just like any kind of business. Uh, the guy who was CEO of Best Buy, he started working on the floor. And, and so he, he did every single job. He knows how the whole system works. And that's why you need to know as well. I mean, here's a perfect example of, um, oh, boy, I have a publisher who wants to publish my book. I've made it. That's great. OK? And, uh, and the publisher who published one of my books, I, I don't want to mention which one, but um, I assumed be- this fantasy that they're like they know how to do it right they'll just you know put it out there and their PR machine will go into action and they'll get me all these interviews and they'll get me all this stuff and maybe they'll do Amazon ads and maybe they'll you know they'll get me on some you know interview shows some podcasts I, I just assumed right because now I've made it. I got a New York publisher publishing my book. I had a meeting with them. Oh, they talked about everything they're going to do. And boy, I just went, you know, sat back and relaxed. And yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Well, what happened was the only thing that they did was they sent out a press release. And they sent out a press release with the wrong title of the book. And that was the only oh. thing that they did. And yep. uh, they never even released it in paperback. They just put out a hardback that's so expensive nobody could really buy it. Sales are low, and they blamed me. And um, and they did nothing. And my hands were tied from doing things. So I really regret that um, I assumed that. Now I'm at a certain echelon and there's nothing to do. And I was so wrong mm-hmm. about that. No matter how, su- I mean, right now the new comedy Bible is always in the top 10 of all books. i um, in the performing arts category on Amazon. And yet, because this is my only book I've self-published, it's the book that's doing the best. Because, yeah. because I know there's no agent behind this book there's no manager. And, and I wrote this book and self-published it because I, I, I wanted to you know, rewrite my book and my publisher wouldn't let me. And I just right. went, and I was really down about that. But like I said, every problem, the solution is in the problem. And because of that, and because I took control over it, I'm making more money from this book, my self-published book, than I've made from any other book that, and I've published over seven books through Simon & Schuster, through Random House, through St. Martin's Press. But each of those books, I went, well, they'll take care of things. Not so. It's never that way. You can never. You
1: had to do everything. You
0: are always in charge and certainly when you get bigger you can hire people to do some of the grunge work but you know there's story after story of huge celebrities who who felt like they can just do their art and they didn't look at the finance sting Mm. went bankrupt Um, he let uh, I was a relative oh I can trust this person do you know his his uh, accounting and Mm. Uh, Kevin Bacon also lost all his money that way. Because yeah. it's that assumption. I mean, Johnny
1: Depp is another one. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny I mean, that's,
0: Depp, absolutely. Yeah. It it all right. So let's let's just sum this up. First mm. of all, if you're broke, don't give up on your dream. If you have to have a day job, don't give up on your dream. Your dream of what... If you
1: have multiple day jobs. Multiple day job. jobs.
0: I have a friend on the way to audition. She picks up some um, Uber Eats, you know, and mm. and because now she's auditioning, but she's making money on the way there, and she has several jobs. A lot of people have many jobs, and they do it like mobily, and they do in their car while they're doing deliveries. It's how you work it. So it's not an excuse to not to do what you love to do. Number two is that if doors close in your face, look for it a window, an opportunity, something different, because that's probably going to be your ticket to success. Because if you look at the careers of everyone who's like spectacularly huge, even Steven Steven Spielberg, he couldn't get an audition. He was a young director. He snuck onto the uh, universal lot and pretended to be someone important as a kid. And he met people, and that's how he started his career. He started at the universal... Uh, Pictures. So you know, it's there's the door. When the door closes, look for opportunity and stop saying, "Why do I have to do anything? When is someone going to help me?" Well, guess what? You always have to do it. It's your career. Take charge for your special gift. Go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to The Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com.